This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services. Today, Brett Elam and Jeff Walker makes his way back to the uh, broadcast, Brett, and that means it's a celebration. It's a point that Jeff did such a great job on the show last week. Uh, he's in for we David. We invited him back. We invited oh him back as David and Karen are away. Easy um, now. Jeff, nice to have you here. Thank you, sir. It's great to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. We've got a good, another good show lined up. We're going to talk about milestones today. We're going to talk about uh, birthdays, and we're going to talk through... One document, Brett, that you know I love so much, uh, the headline on the document is 2021 Important Milestones. I love it because it's a flow chart. That's what I love so much about it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm looking at this uh, milestone chart, and, and again, we update this year over year because guess what? Congress and the government changes the rules. So again, it's just uh, bringing things on your radar of dates to be sensitive about. Again, we just went through America's birthday um, a year ago, um, actually last weekend. And so we're going to be talking about all these different birthdays and half birthdays and how they're important and how it relates to your social security, your investments, taxes, healthcare, et cetera. So again, if you're, you are absolutely in the right place, if you're thinking, what the heck are all these dates important to me? So again, my name is Brett Elam um, with Thrive Financial Services and, and welcome this morning to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. And uh, we're going to dive right into this conversation. You know, l- last week, my kids have been trying to get me into the pool so much. And I, I'm now like 44. And I remember when it used to be like 60 degrees, I'd jump right in. And now it's like, it's like tech to check the temperature. It's got to be like 82 <laughs> degrees. So last, last weekend, that was warm as can be. So I was able to get into the pool with the kids. And then I think I was, as soon as the, 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 the sun went down, I was asleep. That's where I've grown as well. And it's like, except for the fireworks were keeping me up or the neighbors. Well, I will up. say this. The Atlantic Ocean was still chilly <laughs> yeah. last week. There you uh, go. But it was nice. It was nice. So I'll stick with and the I'm pool And I'm a lot older than you, brother. So if I can go head first into the water, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, go for it, brother. So, so today on today's show, we're going to talk about why 59 and a half is important and why you need to mark that date down for a half birthday. We're going to be talking about Medicare and age 65 and healthcare um, in respects with age 65 and before as well. And then we're going to talk about Social Security. We love that topic. We'll talk about that here in a little bit in age 62, 66, 67, age 70. And then the new age 72 as it relates to required minimum distribution. So we're also here to answer some retire, uh, retirement questions you might have. And again, we're here to help with all areas of your retirement planning, including Social Security maximization, 
your retirement savings, and you know our favorite subject when we talk about tax minimization. And here's the most important thing you need to know is creating a plan for you is never a one-size-fits-all. So again, my encouragement is go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Again, that's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, and download that important milestone sheet. I think it's a, it's a, it's a chart that you don't want to uh, miss. Just always have it. I always say take a magnet and just put it right on the refrigerator or something like that where you can't always miss it at the end of the day. So let's jump right into things and uh, let's talk about why 59 and a half is so important. So I'm going to hand it over to Jeff and uh, let's dive into this topic. Thank you, Brett. Appreciate it. Um, 59 and a half is a, is a very important age for a lot of reasons. Um, first and foremost, prior to 59 and a half, if you were to withdraw any funds from your IRA or retirement accounts, and when I say retirement accounts, I'm referring to 401ks, 403bs, thrift savings plans, you name it. Uh, there's a million uh, different combinations out there. But, but, but if you withdraw prior to that age, there's usually a penalty. It's pretty steep. It's about 10%. So uh, once you reach the age 59 and a half, you can now withdraw those funds without the 10% penalty. Okay, so another important part of that age or that date is most retirement plans, again, 401ks, 403bs, et cetera, they now allow you to roll funds over to an IRA. And this is really important. And I think it would be helpful for our listening audience to dig into this a little bit. You guys okay with that? Yeah, please. Yeah. So this one might be the most important date on here, by the way. I I believe it is. You know, what I refer to as retirement plans, I refer to them as retirement savings savings accounts. The only reason there's investments in there is because it wouldn't make sense for you to invest in cash for 30 some years. So retirement plans are designed to accumulate money. So if you have one of these plans, you really need to understand this. It is your money, but it's not your plan right? It's the company's plan. You don't control the rules. You don't control the fees. You have a limited menu of options. They were predetermined for you, right? Brett, when we do workshops, we can't have the whole menu available. We have to limit it in some regard. I like Um, what you just said. We want your plan to be your plan, not the company's plan to be your plan. That just echoes one more further when we talk about get it out of the 401k to the IRA. And we've said it many, many times, Brett, that every client that you have, every listener listening to the show, it's as individual as the people consuming it. It's as individual as each one of your clients. That's it. And, and, and Jeff, Jeff will, could tell you too, it's almost like the 401k plan. I must say it's like the Neapolitan factory. You always get vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Yep. But guess what? When you go to the IRA, Baskin Robbins. We got That's every right. flavor in the world. So it almost provides more options. Again, um, continue, Jeff. I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, that's yeah, that's exactly it. It's like a snowflake. You know, there's 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 no one plan that's uh, that's that's unique to you. So that's what you can do in an IRA. So, you know, I know most of you listening out there have one of these plans. So the first thing you need to do is to know the rules, right? I mean, that's common sense. If you're going to participate, it kind of makes sense to know the rules, right? So you need to know your options. And one of the things that we offer is a 401k, you know, qualified retirement plan analysis. You know, um, if you can start taking control, this is a lesson and a principle that we believe heavily in, and we try to uh, illustrate and, and implore to people to take some action. Once you reach the age 59 and a half, it's a critical turning point in your retirement planning because now you can start to take control. And what I mean by that is you can now move funds over to an IRA. And like Brett said, you can now do anything you want. You can invest in any option that's out there. 
any, you know, some investments have fees, some do not. You can start to control that. You have an unlimited menu. You now have an advisor or better yet, hopefully a fiduciary like us to help guide you to start doing some planning. And I know you guys have talked many times about the importance of tax planning. Now you can start to do some of that. You cannot do that within most 401ks plans. They do not allow that, those options. So I actually have a, a couple um, that I've been working with for a couple of years. It's, it's Dan and Denise. Um, D- Dan is a little bit older. He's actually quite a bit older than his wife. And so we've been working to convert Dan's assets over into tax-free buckets of money. But Denise, just this year, earlier in April, she celebrated her half birthday in terms of this age, important date. So she turned 59 and a half. So she's literally been counting down the days and on April 23rd, 22nd, she turned 59 and a half. And so on April 23rd, we made the phone call to the 401k company and we executed what is called an in-service non-hardship rollover. So we moved all of her retirement accounts. That was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. In-service non-hardship withdrawal that, rollover. I love it. Yes. And that is actually, you know, it's one of the, on the download that we have available, the milestones, at 59 and a half, we can't list every feature on this milestone, but that's a really good point. Um, that's not even on the chart. So that's the, you know, that's the reason why this is a helpful guide, but there's a lot of other things that we can't possibly list on this. That's why we encourage our free 401k analysis as well that we, that we offer to people. But long story short, so she's been you know, waiting down this day. And on April 23rd, we made the phone call and we rolled her funds over to her own IRA. And now we can start getting to work on managing her assets and turning them into tax-free buckets. Here's a question for you. You do that on, in this example, April 23rd, but you do that in general. Use my wife as an example. She contributes into her 401k. If she rolls everything over at 59 and a half, does she no longer... Does she continue to contribute at work still, or how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question, Joe. I mean, uh, there's so many questions to ask, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so basically, the answer is the, the plan stays active. She would still contribute. All you've done is you've just emptied the bucket, rolled it over. You haven't paid any taxes. You've rolled it over, and now she can start refilling that bucket up again and reaccumulating. But in the IRA, now she can start, like Brett said, start focusing on the investments that are right for her. Does she need to reduce risk, right? We talked about risk last week a lot. Um, She can use any investment out there. She can start doing tax planning. She can do anything she wants in an IRA. The principle that I try to always uh, get across to people is control, right? Can we all agree that there's a lot we can't control? So if we can start to control some of those things... Is it in our best interest to do that? I mean, the answer is yes. So that's one of the the most important parts of an IRA. The I means it's individual, right? It's your plan. It's not the company's now. And now you can start planning for your future. And if you're still working, you can keep saving. Yeah, Joe, and and to answer your question that you said as well is... You, we don't want to close it because a lot of times we would be giving up that company match. That's free money. Mm-hmm. We never want that to go away. But as Jeff said, we just simply empty the bucket and then you just simply start to fill it back up again. Get more control, tax planning, investments, fees, et cetera. I mean, One last follow-up on yeah. that. If, if you, if, 
So you move the money from the 401k into the IRA. No taxes and that no move. Taxes. Yep. And then you continue to contribute and rebuild your 401k bucket. Yes, sir. Does the money, the bulk of money that you moved into the IRA, at, can that now be converted to a Roth RIA, or IRA, and is that when you would start to look to do that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's very hard. As Jeff was saying, you can't do that no. substantial tax planning within the 401k. I mean, I would tell you the vast majority of plans, it's kind of is the way it is until you get out. So it's do not wait until you retire. 59 and a half, 59 and a half, 59 and a half. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, as we talk about the 4th of July and, and what that mostly represents is freedom, one of the first things you can do to create financial freedom is start taking control. So start answering these questions. Can you withdraw? Does your plan allow this? You know, do you have a Roth option within your 401k? What we did with Denise is we rolled her funds out and then we had her start saving in the Roth part of her 401k. She didn't even know that existed. She worked there for 10 years. We'll take our first commercial break on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, that telephone number to get in touch with Thrive Financial Services, 215-798-9088. A little bit later on in the show, I'm going to update everyone on some upcoming workshops that will be next week. We'll talk about that. Jeff, let me come right back to you and continue on the conversation about the flowchart. Really, really good information, sir. Yes, the flowchart is uh, an incredible resource. We highly suggest you uh, check out our website and download that. And as we start talking about important birthdays and dates, the Medicare program is something we're going to dig into now and this age of 65. So... The Medicare program will turn 56 at the end of of this month. And uh, the latest statistic I heard is Medicare covers over 60 million Americans. And many people are under the impression that Medicare is basically free and it's very straightforward. But I I am here to tell you that they are wrong. Medicare is pretty complicated and signing up for Medicare means making several important choices. Choosing from many different covered options, um, subsidies, etc. So... Once you signed up for Medicare, you may think you you may need to rethink your coverage every year. This is not a one and done type of decision. And, and Jeff said it because you do not. We talk about do overs, Joe. Joe, you say you talk about it a lot on the show. You don't get a do over. You do not get a do over on Medicare. It is the one time when you go to sign up. Everybody is as healthy as possible. Whether you're healthy or you're unhealthy, you are a free agent when you go to sign up for Medicare that initial time. After that, if you change, you will go through underwriting and your price could change as well. But let's dig, let's dig into the Medicare. The next stage we'll talk about is age 64 and nine months. What the heck is 64 and nine months? That is the age in which your initial enrollment period for Medicare begins, three months before your age 65 birthday. So you have uh, Medicare Part A, which is what, uh, it's, it's what covers your hospital stays, um, home uh, health care, skilled nursing, some hospice. That's essentially, it's free. 
It's free. Okay, you can sign up for that as early as age sixty-five. You have Part B. This is the big part. Um, it helps with doctor's visits, out, uh, outpatient procedures, preventative care. becomes your 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 major medical um, at that point in time. You do have Part C, which is uh, maybe a Medicare Advantage plan or your Medigap plans. This is your private supplemental. We got to have C, so that's going to partner with your B once you're on both of those. And your and simply your Part D. Again, we got A, B, C, and D. D is for your prescriptions. Again, another confusing topic, and we see people as we talk about it during the workshops as well, they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, we we talk about Medicare, but that's why we work with some Medicare specialists that are phenomenal at this because it's ever so changing, Mm -hmm. and they don't make it easy as well. But you know what we hear from a lot of people? When they talk about retirement, you know the most common age that we hear a lot of times now is age 65. And it always makes me think, I go, are you thinking about you need to retire at age 65 because you're fearful what healthcare is going to cost before then? And you said, how'd you know that? You said, I've been doing this for 23 years. I know the answer to these questions. And before I ask them, you're no different than the people we talk to as well. And again, through the middle of this COVID crisis, a lot of people being laid off, a lot of people being severanced, the stock market's gone through the roof. So you're seeing people whose assets have just significantly grown over the last year or two. And you're like, you know what? I've been cooped up for the last 18 months. I'd love to hang out with the kids and the grandkids, maybe earlier than what I first had in my mind. But I don't want to pay three, four thousand dollars a month in healthcare to go wait for age sixty-five. We say, guess what? There's plant more planning to do. And again, it's why so many people just focus on the investments, the investments, the investments, the investments. It's important, but that's why on our shows we talk about so much more other than the investments because it's things like healthcare that we have in our mind that holds us hijacking of sitting in that job that we hate, and then it's messing our mind up, it's eating our insides out, and then all of a sudden you're not healthy. There are ways to retire also before age 65, and what we need to understand in this country Healthcare uses something that's called means-based testing, meaning you will pay for healthcare. You will pay for healthcare depending upon what shows up on the tax return. It applies to Medicare. We see those looks when uh, we talk about Medicare surcharges during our workshop and we educate people on that. And you see the look on their face like, are you kidding me? It could cost more than the $148.50 that's coming out of my bank account. Yep. That's exactly right. Because if you start doing Roth conversions, if you start doing a lot of these strategies, you have to be conscious of the domino effect. You don't need to worry about this while you're working. When you hit retirement, again, go to thrivefinancialservices.com and download that important milestone so you have these dates on your head, in your radar, so you're ready to prepare for those. So again, we talk about, again, that clean bill of health. We talk about Medicare. We talk about how do I get coverage before age 65. Here's something that's good that's going on with the Biden administration right now. They have not approved it fully yet, is that as it relates to health care, number one, a lot of people may have seen in the recent weeks that people that are unemployed now have free health care through the end of the year. It's part of the new stimulus package. So that's pretty much been put into play. But understand, when we talk about Obamacare or healthcare.gov, Realize that insurance is pretty much the same insurance that you have at your employer as well. It's just called and labeled something differently, and they have different plans that we just need to educate ourselves. But with the new Biden administration, what they're going to do is cap the amount that you will pay from a healthcare cost perspective. The, number, the initial number that's out there right now is 8.5% of your income 
up to $200,000. That is going to help so many people because right now, that number needs to, you need to stay below a couple of, of a family of two. You must need to stay below sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 to get any kind of subsidy. They're talking about going all the way up to $200,000. The listening audience, if you're thinking about hanging it up before 65, you're like, I don't want to pay those Cobra prices. I don't want to go pay three, $4,000 a month. You do not have to. All you need to do is educate yourself and understand whether I'm getting ready to go on Medicare, Medicare Advantage, I need a Medicare supplement plan, or Brett, forget that age 65 thing. Get me the heck out today. I think I have all the assets that I need today, but I'm scared out of my mind with how much healthcare is going to cost. That's where you need to call us at 215-798-9088 and talk about, say, Thrive, Jeff, Brett, David, Karen, I need to have that healthcare conversation because I think I might be there, but I need to figure out how to navigate this healthcare piece. Let me slow you down and ask you a question here, just for clarity, for my own, yes, sir. My own sake. Do you need to have a separate plan to cover healthcare? Or are you saying your roadmap, your retirement plan, when set up, will help navigate all of that the, the health care yeah so if we're before 65 that's where you're going to go get your your employer plan your cobra plan you're going to go on the obamacare there's some other nonprofits that have health care that's out there as well we, we use a spectacular site it's called kff.org it has some spectacular information it's a nonprofit from the kaiser foundation as it relates to um health care but when you hit medicare that's where that part B is your major medical. That's the 14850 that I was speaking about. And then it's part C. Part C is either that Medicare Advantage, which could be free, or we start talking about those Medigap or those supplemental plans. And we see so many people in retirement do not go cheap as it relates to healthcare because we know healthcare costs continually increase, increase, increase. Have the proper coverage. Again, you may be thinking, like, wow. I just learned something new about the healthcare piece, and maybe I can get out of working today, but I really need to comprehend and understand. And you don't go retire tomorrow. There's some planning that completely gets involved with that because we want to navigate what that income is going to look like to help you with that subsidy as well. So again, if you're listening here and saying, I need help navigating that healthcare piece, maybe there is a way out earlier than I thought there was, you need to call us right now, 215 798 Nine zero eight eight. Yeah, I would say as we go to the commercial break, I would say for sure that the healthcare piece is overwhelming and confusing. Completely, it's worth definitely worth the part of the financial plan. Part of the financial plan. Back in a moment. Welcome back to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. As promised, two lunch workshops coming up next week on the 13th of July and on the 15th of July. So Tuesday and Thursday, uh, they will be in Exton. uh, And Brett, what's the name of the location? It's called the Brickside Grill. The Brickside Grill in Exton, 1115 start. 
must register ahead of time. Must because, register. Yeah, the, the luncheons have been at capacity. Completely. Uh, so you've got to call Thrive Financial Services at 215-798-9088, both next week in Exton. Later on, I'll talk about two more the following week. Yeah, these are, gonna, these are actually going to be, it looks like maybe our last lunch workshop. So we're going to be, uh, people have been talking about, hey, we need to get back out to you. So we got some dinner stuff coming, and then we got our... The world is opening back up. So the libraries and the township buildings. Exton, I hope if you want to get a meal, see us this month because the month of Exton, or pardon me, the month of August, we are back to our libraries, township buildings. So you're coming for some water and cookies and a phenomenal workshop. Let me go out on the limb. I think the cookies... They're back. Are the draw. Yeah, but you know what? They're not, they're not letting anybody, like, we, we can't serve them yet, so it's going to be water for okay. now. Okay, so, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Stay, yeah. stay tuned. The cookies, uh, we're figuring <laughs> out to individually bagging them, so at some point in time. So, uh, yeah, but let's dig into uh, this next segment here, talking about Social Security. Yeah, we do talk about Social Security quite a bit. You need to realize that Social Security makes up, on average, 60% of the normal household income, and people just wing it. In fact, 50% of people, over 50% of people, Claim it at the earliest possible date at age 62. And did you know if you delay claiming Social Security past your full retirement age, it increases by 8% per year, and you can defer it all the way up to age 70. And studies have shown, you ready for this, only 4% of retirees claim Social Security at the optimum time, again, with everything that is out there. So again, we're going to talk about it here again today. You're going to hear Jeff's spin on it, um, just as it relates to Social Security. And again, this chart, this milestone chart, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. It's laden with social security dates all over this sheet. So my encouragement, go to that, get that free download. Great information to have at your fingertips. So let's dig into the social security topic. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about dates, I mean, this is it right here. I mean, most people look at these dates as ultra critical. Um, like Brett said, if, if you, so first and foremost, if your full retirement age is typically between age 65 and 67, depending on when you were born. So that's A. B, if you claim benefits before your full retirement age, your benefit could be permanently reduced. I mean, that's important, permanently reduced. Um, If you wait to claim past your full retirement age, your benefit could increase, like Brett said, at 8% per year. I mean, I don't know about you, but there's no investment out there right now that's going to give you a guaranteed 8% return. So it's something worth considering. Um, so what, what all this means is that you have to decide when you're going to claim your benefits. If you're married, you have to decide when your spouse is going to claim their benefit. So if you're planning, you know, a lot of times I hear folks and uh, Brett, you can, uh, back this up if you want, but a lot of people tend to coincide their retirement with their social security. I don't know why, but they are not 99% of the time. It's weird. They're not meaning, meaning what? What does that mean? It means people think when they retire, they have to turn on their social security. Okay. But that's not true. You can start it early. You can delay it. You can start it while you're working. And you know, the word Jeff just said delay it. A lot of people, when we say, when they hear us say you should delay your social security benefits, you know what they also hear? work till age 70. Mm, We are not saying that. We're just saying delay your benefits. We will take your cash flow from somewhere else. Again, we're fiduciaries. A lot of fiduciaries are saying, start your social security right away. Do not touch the assets that we're managing. That's not us. We're Mm, saying touch the assets we're managing. That's taking money out of our pocket. Delay social security. That's how passionate we are about that. That's what a fiduciary does. Tell people to do what is in their best interest, not our best interest. You need to question, oh, yeah, 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 retire, start it right away. That's not always the approach. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. You you have to start figuring out what's in your best interest. And and if you don't, if you're not a professional and you're not in this business, you need to find somebody who can educate you. Um, so a couple things you can do is number one, start reviewing your earning statements. Right, this, these are basic things that you can do to start taking control. Make sure they're correct. Find out, make sure they're being recorded. You can come to us for a social security analysis. You know, we've talked about that a few times. Download our milestone chart. These are all important conversations. Um, So, uh, you know, I I actually just met with a client um, who been working with a long time. It was Susan, Susan and James. James was dead set. And Brett, you can probably also back this up. James was dead set on turning his social security on at 62. And I asked him why. And he said, cause my neighbor said it's going broke. <laughs> the neighbor, the neighbor. Right. And yes. I said, no, really neighbors why? are great financial planners. By the way. They're, yeah. He knows everything about you, but a true story. I've heard it many, many all times, the time. all the time, all the time. People say that, oh, so-and-so said I should do it. You yep. know? Conventional yeah. wisdom. There's a Navy SEAL, Richard Marcinko. He said, conventional wisdom is no wisdom at all because all you're doing is you're following the advice of others. That was good. It's true. So I asked him, no, really, why do you want to turn it on? And he said, well, I paid into this thing. And we got to the root of the problem. He said, I paid into this. I want to get my money back. And you know, he said, I don't know how long I'm going to live, et cetera. So I started asking him questions. James was very healthy. He's a runner. He has longevity. His parents lived into their nineties. So when we dug into this, he also had a substantial amount of savings in his retirement accounts. So I did the analysis, right? And again, if you would like that, you know, we're happy to do that for you. Just give us a call. When we did this analysis, we determined that the cumulative lifetime difference of turning his benefit on at 62 versus 70 was over $396,000. Wow. That is a A ton of money. money. And, And just so the audience understands this, Jeff, that is the difference between firing at 62 and waiting until 70, which is the, at 70 is the maximum, yeah, that's the maximum benefit. Yep. 300 and some thousand dollars at a time in your life, retirement, where a lot of, there's no more income coming in. You know what they say though? Every 396,000 extra in retirement helps. Yeah. Anything helps. It's just a decision. It's just a decision. That's it. Making plan. the right plan. plan. Making Do the not right decision. Really, really Do not commoditize the decision. It, you need to look at the overall plan. And, and guess what? You never tell your neighbor over the fence all your assets. You just have the social security conversation. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't commoditize the conversation. Mm-hmm. It needs to be part of an overall plan. Can't stress that enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. You know, and, and then t- to the, furthermore, we showed him the window of opportunity that we created by delaying it because he had a substantial savings because he was healthy. And cause we talked about the importance of not running out of money last week. We used that window of opportunity to start converting and start doing tax planning and start doing, you know, some of these stuff that we always talk about today, which is getting money to turn it into tax-free assets. So, you know, maybe you're listening to this and wondering, when should I claim my benefit? Do I turn mine on? Do I turn my spouse's? Can we collect a spousal benefit? Um, uh, One of my other clients, Joe, 
you know, unfortunately, I met him too late and he missed out. He didn't know that he could actually collect on his wife's benefit. And he missed out on another 75000 of extra income. It's basically free money, but he didn't know the rules. So, you know, control is what we talk about and preach. If you want some answers to these questions, when do I turn it on? Whose do I turn on first? When does that, what makes sense for me? Please give us a call at 215-798-9088, and we will be happy to run a Social Security Optimization Report. Like we talked about earlier, retirement plans are like snowflakes. You need your plan, and we can help, that, help you create that. Yeah, and you've heard me say it many, many times on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. I sit and I listen and I learn on a weekly basis from Thrive Financial Services, And I do it for one reason. They are as real as the day is long. Back in a moment. And again, that phone number, 215-798-9088, the number to reach Thrive Financial Services. Welcome back in. Brett, as I come right back to you to kick off our final, or Jeff, I'm going to come back to you first to kick off our final segment. Looking through the 2021 important milestones, this is a must download. It's easy. It's free. Thrive Financial Services. You got to get this. You just f- look at the numbers. It's so educational. Back yeah. to you, sir. Everybody loves flow charts, and this it's one of the best that we've created. Um, so we're talking about important dates, and one of the most important critical dates is age 72. Age 72 is the moment in time all of your income has to be turned on from all sources. So your tax burden could increase. A lot of people, we've all heard it, conventional wisdom, we think we're going to be in a lower bracket, but eventually you stop working, you you turn on all these other income sources. So it's important to start learning about ways to plan ahead and create a long-term tax efficiency strategy. So today's retirees should be thinking long-terms when it comes to taxes, especially considering all the spending. Brett, I heard a statistic the other day a quarter of all the money that's in circulation was created in 2020 or 2021. I, I, I buy that. Again, when we take our national deficit from 20 trillion to 30 trillion in literally 18 months, uh, I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Taxes and inflation. Taxes and inflation. It's a big topic of our uh, of our workshops now. But yeah, you know, on today's show, we t- started off talking about age 59 and a half. And again, this milestone chart is spectacular. Like the first date I always tell our listeners, is you got to look at 50 and then age 55. Again, this flow chart, this milestone chart has why all those dates are so important that are on there. We talked about then age 65 and Medicare. We talked about age 62, full retirement age, age 70 as it relates to Social Security. A lot of people are like, what the heck's age 72? Remember, the Secure Act changed the age 70 and a half to age 72 as it relates to required minimum distributions. Remember, required minimum distributions, it's 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 a it's a it's money that you have to take from your tax-deferred retirement accounts assuming that you are retired already. If you still have some money maybe in your 401k and you're still working, you don't have to take the money there. But from your IRA, absolutely needs to come out at age 72. Now, our listening audience needs to realize there's something that's called the Secure Act 2.0. It's on the table right now, where they're talking about pushing the date out from age 72 out to age 75. 
five. So stay tuned with that. And then as it really, and people are like, why are they keep on pushing these dates out? People are living longer. People are living longer. People are working longer, et cetera. So what they're finally talking about as well is the actuarial numbers are going to change. We're helping. That's going to, we're thinking that's going to help people as well, where you have to pull out a smaller percentage at those dates as well. Here's our issue is the biggest nation in the world is procrastination. (laughs) And what it's going to do is allow people to procrastinate, not touching their IRA. Now, yet another couple years if people just simply follow that conventional wisdom thought process. That's my scary thought is as they Mm -hmm. continue to allow people to kick the can down the road, no, take action right now. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's about 4% of the monies you have to take out at your age 72, from your IRAs, from your 401ks, from your thrift savings plan, maybe if you're a government worker, maybe a hospital worker, you're a teacher, it's a 403 plan. There's so many plans out there. You're a city worker, 457 plan. These are all relatable um, at the end of the day. Again, age 72, whether you need it or not, you got to pull the money out. So what does that mean? Now, all of a sudden, you have all that money and you lose the tax-deferred status. So even if you don't need that money, you now start the vicious cycle of now I got to go pay taxes. Maybe I'm going to go put it in my Vanguard account. They're going to send me a 1099. You keep on paying taxes and unless you start talking about Roth conversions. But remember, the one bucket of money that can never go into a Roth is a required minimum distribution. It's why we're so passionate about all that proactive planning before age 72. Okay. So when we've talked about Roth conversion so much on this show, I'm not going to exhaust that conversation today. We need to realize when we start talking about tax minimization strategies, there's these things called QLACs. We've been talking about that in recent shows where you can take a bucket of money. It's right now around 125,000. It's a little bit more than that, that you can actually take from your IRA, eliminate from your required minimum distribution uh, calculation, And then it's a bucket of money you can defer and turn on at your age 85. We've been talking about longevity risk over the years, um, about why that's so important. We really need to start thinking about that. Age 70 and a half is still an important date. It's on the milestone chart. Again, thrivefinancialservices.com. Get that important milestone chart. What's age 70 and a half? Remember, age 72 is the new required minimum distribution age. But 70 and a half, we have so many clients that um, are charitable, is you can begin to start taking money from your IRA and directly give it away to a nonprofit, whether it's a synagogue, whether it's a church, whether it's feeding hungry people, whether it's, mm-hmm. there's so many great charities out here that need help Point. is, again, always looking for the most, again, be charitable, number one. Number two, let's do it in the most tax efficient way. So it's why we love to educate people. That's why we ask them, are you charitable? You, and it's okay whether you are there or not. I just want your plan to be your plan. Hey, quick question to tie things back. The RMD age at 72, when you get to that point, that affects the Medicare? Oh, yeah. It's the most common age that we see people see the very first Medicare surcharge. Because if you're married, filing jointly, it's a little bit, it's around 180000 If you show more than that on the tax return, you will pay more, both of you will, for Medicare. Now, it uses a two-year look-back rule, and every year is independent of the year before. Um, if you're a single individual, it's $90,000 of where those Medicare surcharges um, come in. But let's, I, I want to I share a story real quick about the importance of RMDs and why procrastination needs to get out of your head. Is Again, I'm not going to be talking about Roth conversions here because, again, again, think about it. How RMDs work, 
We said, you take all those plans, it's about 4%, and incrementally it gets more, you have to pull out little by little each and every year thereafter. Now, ready for this? A lot of people are like, forget it. I'm just not going to take it. You ready for this? Uncle Sam, the government penalizes you 50, that's five zero, 50% on the amount. So let's just say you had to take out, for example, let's say you had a million dollars, you had to take out 40,000, but you only took out 20,000. So you didn't take out the other 20. Uncle Sam says, give me 10,000. 50% penalty on the amount you were supposed to take out, and you didn't. I promise you, you will not make that mistake more than once. If you didn't take out anything and you were supposed to take out 40,000, you have to pay the government 20,000. You got it, man. You got it. And then you start thinking about, hey, what are some of these tax minimum station strategies that are out there? I have a 401k, and you know, you guys talk about Roth conversion. Yep, we're passionate about it. But let me share a new story with you. I had a gentleman in here um, last week. If you own stock in your 401k, if you own company stock in your 401k, please listen to this. Something that's called NUA, okay? Net unrealized appreciation. Here's the story. He had a million dollars of company stock in his 401k. It's gone through the roof in recent years, okay? A lot of people's stocks have gone th- through the roof in recent years. His cost basis, meaning how much he paid for it over the life of being in the company, was 100000 So the 100000 over the life of him being at the company is now worth a million. Most people, they go to retire, as Jeff talked about in the very first segment, you take your 401k and you roll it to an IRA. Okay, that's normal. We tell people to do that all the time, except with company stock. We need to understand that's where this net unrealized appreciation is. So what happened? This is what happened with the client. When we utilized the net unrealized appreciation, we pulled all the stock, not From the 401k, it did not go to an IRA to an after-tax bucket. So it's outside the IRA, it's outside the Roth IRA. There is no IRA anymore. It's now outside of all of that. You ready for this? So we pulled out a million dollars. They only had to pay tax on $100,000, what they paid for the stock. It was worth a million dollars. We were able to get a million dollars out of the 401k, but only had to show $100,000 on the tax return. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, big deal, big deal. That's a huge deal. Now, listen to this. It gets better. So long as they hold that stock for an additional year, now when they go to sell that stock, they're only paying long-term capital gains tax, and let's just call it 15%. Yet, we see people make the mistake over and over and over and over again because conventional wisdom says, oh, yeah, I know that rule. I can take my 401k and put it into an IRA. Ready for this? Let's assume a 4% growth rate. And let's assume you're going to pull your money out over a 10-year period of time. If you did the normal conventional wisdom, take my 401k, put it to an IRA, 4% growth rate, let's just assume we're going to go back to the 2017 tax code. So we're just going to talk about 28%. That's a very real tax rate. I hope everybody knows that, a 28% marginal tax rate. So if you just do the 401k to IRA conventional wisdom, $414,000 is how much you will pay in taxes over that 10-year time frame. Okay? If you did, same thing, 4%, okay, pull it out over 10 years. If you did the NUA, including paying the tax in that year one on the 100000 $201,000 in overall taxes, $172,000 in tax savings by understanding NUA. If you hold company stock, and you're like, what the heck did he just go through? I need to understand that. You need to call us at 
215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. That's why you got to get in touch with Thrive. That is just a great example, an individual example, Brett, uh, that will change that it's a game Couples, changer. Yeah, it's a game, game changer. It'll change your lives, no, no, no doubt Every $172,000 extra in <laughs> retirement helps. Real quick, two workshops, the 20th and the 22nd. The 20th is going to be at the Kimberton Inn in Phoenixville. That is 6 o'clock in the evening, correct? Yeah. And then the 22nd, my favorite place, one of my favorite places, the William Penn Inn uh, in Gwynedd, uh, also starting uh, at 6 p.m. Calls to register. No doubt about that. And call to get the flow chart. It is incredible information. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of our special co-host, Jeff Walker, uh, and of course, Brett Elam, and on behalf of David Bazaar and Karen Bazaar, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.